0: You know, as a kid, you don't have this thought where you think, oh, I can't do it because I'm a girl or because there aren't teams. Yeah. Or You just think, I want to be a footballer. And you just play just and you do it, right? Mm. Uh, so it was that. I just kept playing and I'd imagine I'm, every time we played, I imagined I'm, you know, in the national team or I'm in uh, playing in the World Cup or something. You manifested uh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All the way yeah. <laughs> until it happened.
1: This is The medal Set. Hi, this is Dawn, an ultra-cyclist and sports PR specialist. And I'm Afshan, an endurance athlete and journalist. And we're on a quest to bring you stories of tenacity, courage,
2: and metal. From athletes in the Middle East and beyond. Hi, Afshan here. We're only three days away from the ninth edition of the FIFA Women's World Cup, which is held every four years. There's a palpable excitement in the air, as women's football has grown in stature with an expanding fan base that is now being recognized by sports associations, brands, governments, and the media. This edition of the World Cup, which is being held in Australia and New Zealand from July 20th to August 20th, is set to become the most attended standalone women's sporting event in history. FIFA has sold over 1 million tickets for the event. So we had to get UAE national team football player and Adidas athlete Arijal Hamadi on the show for this episode. We chat all about football and the World Cup. Of course, the 37-year-old Emirati footballer whose obsession with the sport began by watching the World Cups and playing with her brothers as a child, had to carve her own path into playing at the national level. At a time when there were very few avenues for women to go pro. Now a very well-recognized face, this two-time Guinness World Record holder has become a role model for other girls and women who aspire to become footballers and make it a career. A reach lays out the UAE and world football scene for us, with all its challenges and opportunities. And we talk about the Women's World Cup and what the future holds. And as FIFA's president Gianni Infantino so rightly put it recently, the future is women. At the metal set, we know the now is too. We hope you enjoyed the episode. So we're thrilled to have Areej Alhamadi in the studio with us today. Areej is a midfielder with the UAE national football team, uh, is an Adidas athlete, and a two-time Guinness World Record title holder, all of which we are going to talk about on the show today. So, Areej, welcome and thank you for joining us thank on the show. Thank you for
0: having me. I'm really excited to be here.
2: Great. And it's great timing, too, because we're inching closer to the FIFA Women's World Cup, and uh, that's taking place on the 20th of July in Australia. So we'd like to hear all about, like, your thoughts on that as well. So, yeah, we can get into it.
1: Yeah, I guess, I mean, first of all, the FIFA Women's World Cup, like, it feels like... This year and last year were a bit of a, a moment for women's football. Yeah. And now leading into the, you know, the World Cup this year in Australia, what are you most looking forward to? And are you planning to go? Are you planning to watch?
0: I, I'd love to, firstly. Uh, I went to the last one in oh, nice. France. I watched the final in Lyon and it was amazing, really, like the atmosphere, the the pit, uh, the stadium was packed. The game was amazing. It was really, really intense. It was a uh, really amazing performance from both teams as well. And just the vibe was really, yeah. really cool. Uh, I loved it. And then I went to the World Cup um, in Qatar, mm. which also was really amazing. Vibes, very lively, very festive. And the games, I'm sure you've all watched, they're very yeah. entertaining, really something Nail-biting. Else. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, so, perfect. So
2: you may not go for it and we know that like just FIFA with the Women's World Cup, everything is having a moment, like like Dawn said, yeah. right? And we'd like to get into this. It's also having a moment because a lot of brands are taking notice of the Women's World Cup now. Uh, you're an Adidas athlete and Adidas actually just launched uh, new kits for all the teams uh, inspired by nature and the environment of the countries uh, that it was creating for. So you must be very delighted about all these changes that are happening within the scene, especially even as an Adidas uh, athlete.
0: Absolutely. It's really, really nice to actually see um, brands getting so involved Mm, with women's football. I mean, I remember watching uh, the World Cups, just the one before actually, before France in 2019, 2016, uh, sorry, 2015, it was, there wasn't a lot of spotlights on them mm. and in terms of I mean it was it was still you know televised yeah. I was able to watch obviously the one before was a little bit more difficult to watch in this region yeah. but in terms of sponsorships the kits uh, the performance the type of like the, the the intensity of the games actually if 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 anything um, I read uh, recently a technical report uh, from FIFA comparing the two World Cups um, and they've found that since the last, the one before in in, in Canada and the one in uh, in France, that there was a lot more precision in the passing. Mm. There's a lot more, you know, the, the teams were more comfortable to play from the back. Mm-hmm. Right. So it kind of shows that you know the players, their technical abilities have improved, improved. a lot. Yeah. Um. Uh, aerial balls, they were able to just, you know, a- able to play the ball forward and then get the ball and attack and score, like create a lot more chances from aerial balls, and as well as there, were, there was a really big increase actually like a 60% or something like that, uh, winning the ball back mm. uh, as soon as they lost it. So that means there was a lot of intensity in the yeah. games, which I remember watching the World Cup in Canada. It was I remember specifically actually the commentator, it was an Arabic commentator co- saying that, you know, of course women's football is a lot slower, you know, there's no technical <laughs> ability. And so I was like, ugh, yeah. yeah. So, so I was really happy to actually see that, uh, you know, improvement in performance what? between the two. And then just also involvement of all the brands and sponsorships. So it makes me happy. It means, you know, World Cup moving forward. World Cup or, yeah. or um, tournament after tournament, things are getting a lot better, better. And moving fast, if Well, anything.
1: you know, athletes need sponsorships to thrive, yeah, right? Exactly. And to, to, yeah, yeah. to perform and to, to do better. So I think, yeah, there's probably a correlation between sponsors and, yeah. you know. The
2: confidence the, boost that you have in the game. But just right? resources yeah. and,
1: you know, poured into teams yeah. and, Absolutely. you know, countries yeah, yeah. taking it a little more seriously and seeing the commercial benefits as well, which we've all seen the past couple of past past couple of years i didn't ask you though who are you rooting for <laughs> <laughs> that's a difficult
0: one <laughs> um, i really really like the us team yeah. and their style of play just the players they're, they're, uh, i feel like they are great role models they're mm. like athletes but i also really like what uk is doing mm-hmm. cuz i'm i'm you know i keep an eye on their uh, their uh, league the super league There's a lot of players from Europe, of course, playing there as well. So I feel like they've invested a lot in their, you know, local football. Uh, You know, every week they're playing really competitive football and they won the the Euros, you know. So I think they're up there in uh, uh, top contenders for the World Cup. So uh, I'd like to see one of them, Uh, (laughs) I think, uh, when, yeah, why not? But if I had to say, uh, I have a sweet spot for, uh, for Sweden. Oh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they'll win. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm—I mean, Canadian women's football is really good as well, so I'm going to be going for Canada. Canada. Yeah, yeah, they've
0: been—they've been really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the, the Olympics—I think uh, weren't they in the final?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, it's terrible. I've come into this because <laughs> I didn't grow up playing football or soccer. I call it soccer. Everybody else calls it football. But I didn't grow up, and it's one of the only sports I probably didn't try, which is really odd because, like, I grew up around it. Like all of my friends played. But yeah, yeah, it's just something. Is it I never not
0: uh, popular? No, it is, it is. It is. It's just okay. for some reason <laughs> you I, didn't get into it. I didn't get into. But it. But There's a lot of other popular sports in yeah, Canada. I yeah, yeah, right. There so. is. But
1: any kind of like anything a bit off center somehow, I was doing like <laughs> curling, squash. You know stuff. If that wasn't mainstream soccer for some reason. I don't know why my parents put me <laughs> in it. But I mean going back to how I you know, how did you get into to yeah. playing football? Soccer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my coach is gonna kill me because he always no, like actually football.
0: So- soccer is uh is a right word as well. It yeah. used to be called soccer if we wanna go into the history <laughs> yeah. of things. Yeah. But uh, football globally yeah. now we yeah. call it football. Yeah. So. Yeah. For me, like if if I like I can think back and what was it that got me into it? I would say the World Cup. Mm. And um, you grew
2: up in the nineties.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think it was like the Euros and the World Cup '98 that really I remember. More clearly, um, I used to just watch that and play with my uh, my my brothers and my cousins uh, after each game. Was it a family affair? Like, would you yeah, all yeah, sit yeah. and
2: watch sports together? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, my dad and my brother didn't really watch football. My mm. uncle, yeah, my cousins mm. were interested in football. But w- when the World Cup was on, everybody watched, even mm. if you didn't want you know yeah. care about football. I mean, that's what I it. do,
2: right? Exactly. Like, I I I probably don't follow the local leagues and stuff, but if it's the World Cup, you are sitting and watching it. Exactly. Right? Yeah.
0: So yeah, I mean it, it's and when I think about it now and compare to the young girls uh, and how they got into football, it's a little crazy because, like like as you know, you know and back then like wouldn't have social media mm. and uh, th- women's football wasn't really televised. Mm. Uh, I mean it was, but not in our region, you know. Mm. Uh, so these things weren't really accessible. So me growing up in Sharjah and then dreaming to become a football player. And there weren't any you know women's football or girls football or academies or teams it's just crazy to think yeah. that i got to this point and i'm happy that i did but you know when you have a passion you know I just kept playing i just play kept playing with my brothers my cousins and every opportunity i got when i grew up you know in like university i managed to play with the team and i just continued doing that until i found the opportunity mm. to
1: i think it's quite amazing though to you know, to think now like there's, you know, women's football is everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And so and I think social media has done a lot for mm-hmm. women's sports because you get to have direct, you know, access to athletes and see them and see their stories, which is fantastic. And representation matters. We all know exactly, that. Yeah. But yeah, I guess as a little girl like were you playing in the streets or like, you know, where I'm from, like we'd play on the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the neighborhood. And yeah. did you ever imagine like, yeah, like, did you have it in you since then? Like, I'm going to be a footballer. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, as a kid, you don't have this thought where um, you think, oh, I can't do it because I'm a girl or because there aren't teams. Yeah. Or You just think I want to be a footballer. And you just play just and just you play. do it, right? Mm. Uh, so it was that. I just kept playing. And I'd imagine I'm every time we played, I imagined I'm, you know, in the national team or I'm in playing in the World Cup or something. You
2: manifested uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely. All the way <laughs> until I happened. So yeah. Um,
2: yeah. So going through uh, school and university now, uh, like we've discussed, there are so many opportunities. There are so many clubs as well, like even schools have clubs. You have the Onyx FC, which is an all women's club. I'm, I'm assuming you're associated with them as well. Yeah, yeah um, I was
0: playing with them last, uh, last
2: But season. there weren't any clubs back then, right? When you were growing up. So what were the opportunities that then you started creating for yourself when you went through school and university to create that kind of community around football where you could play, not not just playing with boys or your cousins or mm-hmm. your friends uh, who were male, but yeah. like with women.
0: Yeah, because after a certain age, you know, yeah. in this culture you can't really keep playing with your yeah. boys. you grow old your teenagers yeah. in life, and they have their friends and whatnot. So <laughs> I remember in school in our PE classes, uh, I remember she's like, what do you guys want to, what sports you, or I think they said like, uh, okay, let's do a basketball session or something like that. I was like, but I don't want to play basketball. I want to play football. Mm -hmm. She's like, if you get enough players, we can do a football team, you know, find the players and we'll do it. <laughs> it's like, OK, fine. I was out on a mission trying to find some players yeah. uh, in all levels. And it's just maybe I found one or two girls that are like, OK, if you can, if it happens, we're in, you know. But yeah, obviously it didn't work out in high school, but. Um, in university, I think also one of the reasons I picked my university is because I read in their brochure, oh, there's a women's football. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, specifically. Was that here? Uh, yeah, I went to AUD. Okay. Um, I remember looking at AUS, AUS. Uh, ASU was a good option. Yeah, so, but that's the, the American
2: bro- University in Sharjah. Yes. yeah.
0: On their brochure, I know they have a team, but yeah. on their brochure, I think didn't say women's
1: football. Right. Said, they made them a mistake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they lost a good student. <laughs> exactly. it's a good star. football. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, yeah, in AUD, the brochure did say women's foot. I was like, yes, I'm going there. <laughs> so, yeah, I went there. Uh, the first few years, I couldn't actually join the team because I was on the bus and I lived in Sharjah. And oh. It's very far. Yeah. Um, and Take the last bus was at like 7. Right. And the training started at like 7.30 or oh, something like okay. that. You know? So I missed out on a few years. Eventually, I moved to the dorms and... Mainly to play football <laughs> as well, <laughs> and uh, I played with the team there. Mm. I tried to get the team to play in one of the, of course, like when you're playing football and training every twice a week or something like that, you want to play as well, yeah, some friendlies and tournaments, yeah. So I remember there was a like a social community league that was uh, the Dubai Women's Football Association mm-hmm. you know, called uh, in Jabal Ali, and yeah, it was pretty simple. It's like you have a you have a team, you have um, You needed a budget for that. So you needed sponsors or whatever to just pay for the pitch hire, for the referees, for your kids, for so on. Uh, And because we were playing on grass, it's a little bit more expensive than, you know, AstroTurf and what most leagues are doing now. But being part of a university was kind of, makes it a little bit easier because you get a backup from them. Anyway, first year was a little bit difficult. The second year we we actually joined and I was playing with them for a while. Uh, After I graduated, I continued in that league, Mm. but... You know how it is with social leagues. There's a lot of girls that are just playing, you know, to make friends, or they're just yeah. stopping over for a few years and then they travel, yeah. or their are uh, cabin crew. So you know, the, their schedules are a little bit crazy, right. so they're not always available. So it's yeah. really difficult to have teams consistently compete. And yeah, their- because mm-hmm. it's just
2: a social way of socializing. Then right? exactly, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's
0: like if there's a team, they'll join. If there's yeah. whatever. Yeah. So yeah, at some point, I couldn't find a team to play in. So. I decided. Okay, I know some girls that are also were in my team and were looking for a team. So I started the team uh, Sandstone, Sandstorm FC. <laughs> yeah, and we played in, in in the league one of the a, a few seasons. Then it was a pretty decent team actually. I really enjoyed yeah. it. We did the logo and we did the Sandstorm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love the it. The logo and got some kits and it was it was a fun exercise and a fun uh, project. Was uh, this all
2: out of pocket?
0: Uh, we got sponsor actually. Um, one of the girls on the team managed to get a sponsor for us as That's well amazing. Uh, with Expo Twenty Twenty. Wow! Okay, yeah, Expo Twenty Twenty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout it was out to <laughs> them. Yeah, it was it was a cool uh, 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 involvement from them. Uh, it was before. It was that was two thousand.
1: Right when it was announced or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Uh, so it was cool to have it. So I still have the shirt as well. Yeah. So. Um, I had that and we were playing mm. for a few seasons and then uh, after that I got scouted for uh, the national team and mm-hmm. I wasn't able to continue in that league but yeah. yeah but I did go back because it was such a competitive league that I remember I started off in second division they had two divisions mm-hmm. and I started off in second division it was always really competitive because you have a big gap between some players that are already been playing for yeah. a while in academies and whatnot mm-hmm. and girls that are just getting together to play yeah. for fun you know uh, and I really wanted to win I went from second league to first uh, f- uh, second division to the first division um, eventually I think like maybe in 2017 or something we had a break in uh, like an off season and with the national team and I joined one of the teams and we won the league so Amazing. I feel I can rest yeah. Like yeah. I finally won the first division first uh, first place so I'm happy no, yeah. it was finished, unfinished, business yeah, no unfinished business no unfinished
1: business I I guess before we go into, you know, you getting scouted for the the national team, when you were, you know, you chose university on the basis of it having a football team. Yeah, you made all your decisions based on football, <laughs> yeah, <absolutely>. didn't you? <laughs> AUS is probably like, darn it. <laughs> but your parents, like, and, you know, your kind of network as well, your friends, because I know, you know, a lot of our friends now are people who do sports like yeah. us but sometimes you know like oh is that a good idea like did you have support of your family and your friends or were they all like oh yeah let her do her soccer you uh, know football?
0: Let, <laughs> let her get it out of her system yeah. and then you know yeah kind of my yeah. parents were kind of like that let her get it. Her. Yeah. <laughs> so i don't think they thought i'd ever there's anything it was yeah. Just yeah. a sport you know so they weren't really against it uh, my half brothers are um they were actually in in uh, playing in with one of the clubs, but um, they were against it. So like, I remember once when I was really getting into football and everything and one of my favorite team, not one of my favorite, my favorite team, <laughs> the three team was Man United. And I had posters of like the team and David Beckham in my room. And my brother walks in and goes like, oh, You have pictures of, like, football on your wall. Why don't you have, like, Barbie or fashion or something (laughs) like that? And it's like, I like the sport. Yeah. Yeah, so I had comments like that. Why do you play football? It's not for for girls, blah, blah, blah. But, like, whatever. Also, people are multifaceted. You can like
2: Barbie and you can like football. exactly. (laughs) They're not mutually
0: exclusive. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I mean, it wasn't the only thing. I was was doing girly things, playing with my friends and everything. Mm -hmm. But, like playing also with my boy cousins. Yeah. I enjoyed it, generally. It was, it's just such a fun sport. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: It makes me happy.
2: Yeah,
0: So, yeah, there was that, like, you know, from, from my half-brothers and whatnot, they didn't really like the idea. Friends, I think they understood the sacrifice mm. I had to make not seeing them, especially when I joined the national team with the social club, it was fine with the social football yeah. because twice a week, you know, it's like just twice a week. It's okay. A couple of hours and during the week, weekdays. Um, but with the national team, there's so many weddings, so many travel plans, so many, yeah. so many things I had to sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, so most of my friends, I think uh, were understanding, but you know, Others, maybe I would say, like you lose connection after a while, mm, yeah, you know, when you're mm. just not there for the wedding, not there for the yeah. birthdays, mm. not there for the gatherings. But you create, n- but you, you create out. a
2: new community of people, like-minded people, right? Exactly. So you yeah, find yeah. your tribe exactly. eventually, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. We spoke a little bit about this before the show okay. on on the way or route to becoming pro, uh, something that may not be as clear cut in the UAE as it may be in other parts of the world. So can you explain to us what that path is to going pro? Because I imagine, as with other sports, similar sports, you're scouted, you have a club, and and that's your path to going pro. So what is that over here? And did you turn pro only after joining the UAE national team?
0: Yeah, so I think um, there isn't a clear or a specific way to... There isn't any clubs, I guess, that you can play yeah. for uh, pro here yeah. in the UAE. You mostly pl- pay to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's maybe one club mm-hmm. that you know you can say is semi-pro, and uh, you know they can train every day. They can tra- uh, they can go for camps. Uh, they can compete in uh, international competitions or whatnot, uh, and they can scout players from abroad. Right, but the route to going pro, I would say, is academies because a lot of academies yes you have to pay for academies but they can help you also find um you know uh, get scouted with teams or colleges Mm -hmm. abroad and then from there you can play with professional teams and whatnot and the other thing is the only way here is i guess if you make it to the national team then Mm -hmm, you're semi-pro as well because i would say semi-pro because you can't really quit your job and just do that you know Mm -hmm. it's not a Mm full-time job here you're not Something. Not ready. training, yeah. Really? Something, something. That's the so fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the dream. Yeah. I think that's very important. I think yeah. for athletes to perform, to play really well. 100%. Um, y-
2: yeah, you have to focus because it's a career, right? So you can't have two competing, like you can't be doing a full day job and then yeah. going and playing well, or practicing. It's just when after, we think about it, just, like
1: would you expect that from, you know, a professional football, like a man, you know what I mean? No, like to yeah, go, yeah. how are they, how could you divide your attention between? Yeah, exactly. It,
0: it makes a difference when we go on camps whether it's two weeks or one month preparation for a competition mm. or a game or something. Some companies, if you're working or schools will allow you that you'll get a letter, you know, mm. excuse this um, employee or student, whatever to you know, mm-hmm. fulfill um, national duty. And you would be excused and you're there just for two weeks, eating right, mm, sleeping, sleeping right, well, yeah. talking football, thinking football around the players that yeah. you're gonna play with for 90 minutes. You know, just football all day, all day, yeah. uh, all night. And you're able to train also twice a twice a day. You're able to rest as well. Mm. You have a physio there helping you out. So and you're just very focused yeah. mm. compared to if you're going to school or class or you had an exam and then or maybe you have an exam after the game and you're worried about that, you yeah. know. Or you have a project that's you'd you know, be distracted deadline. all yeah, the time. Yeah. yeah. So it, it makes a difference, yeah. and like so, you know, going pro—if you're able to do just focus on that—definitely, there's a there's, there would be a mm-hmm. difference in performance, I think, and it's really the the way forward, I think. For yeah.
1: well, I think the return on investment we've all seen—you know, for any brands out there—hint, hint, hint. <laughs> hint. It's <literally laughs> definitely high. Is massive, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to women's sports. Like the growth potential is just insane yeah, you it know is, yeah, yeah. yeah and they're facts a, to
0: back it now so yeah. yeah you have a blueprint i feel like it's so much so easy to just really start and have a successful strategy with mm. women's football because you're starting from scratch you're not yeah. trying new things see what works and yeah. what doesn't you know
1: and taking the best practice and the learnings you yeah. know and doing it you know maybe a bit better <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely i mean i i don't see why we can't televise the games yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. why not, instead of playing reruns of, uh, you know, volleyball or, yeah. uh, or handball or uh, old football games, just televise one of the games, a few of the games, televise the national team games.
2: Mm. Um, the national team games, yeah, actually, 100%. I think that, that absolutely, doing it. yeah. yeah.
0: So, I mean, these are, I'm sure we're going to get there eventually. Yeah. I don't know what. Well, the sometimes we just need to, <laughs> you know,
1: say, maybe you should do that. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's listening, he's yeah. yeah, in a position. Absolutely. I mean, maybe
0: it requires a bit of sponsorship yeah. and these things. But yeah. like like yeah. you said, yeah. there's, like, there's a lot of opportunities. I mean, uh,
2: of course, there are lots of like political reasons, legal reasons that kind of hinder a lot of, a lot of yeah, these yeah. things. I mean, but of course, in the kind of, bigger, like the bigger picture view, I think it just benefits everybody if there's, yeah, tel- television but that kind of But it's just exposure, like it, it just normalizes people. it and yeah. people get
1: interested. Like, yeah. uh, so it's always, before we actually started the podcast, people were like, I'm going on a bit of a tangent now, but like, oh, who's interested in women's sports? And I was like, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. The results that we've seen, you know, with our audience uh, yeah, globally, like people are interested. Speak for it themselves, just, yeah. yeah, it just needs to be presented to them yeah. you know they need an option like even tour de france the women's edition i got a group together to go watch it at a sports pub and um they were all in a fluster i was like this channel now it's on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we, we had, it was a group of us it was a group of us but
2: yeah and it was the, the rankings were really high for the uh, for that tour yeah yeah that was good but just
1: going back to the path to you know the path to the national team how did it happen for you specifically like were you invited did they were like team sandstorm is like you know killing it i had to to take initiative just like i
0: was started to be honest it's always it's it's always been that way for me i had to just kind of find a team i had to find Mm -hmm. a, a club i had to find a place to play i had to um with sandstorm um after the league you know you're always trying to find other competitions to play yeah. and th- within the community that always share okay there's come there's a tournament happening blah. you want to mm-hmm. sign up your team and whatnot and i remember one of the girls sent me the uh, like i guess invite that hey we might be having a tournament i remember she sent me the the flyer and it had the uaefa logo on mm, it right. along with theirs so i was like oh, i wonder you're like yeah because yeah. yeah. i always knew there was an there was something happening with the national team, but it wasn't very clear what yeah. was going on. Mm. And it, I think it was just starting to get established mm. uh, properly with the FA. And, uh, yeah, so I, I was interested. I was like, okay, maybe this is my chance. I go see what's going on. Maybe they're organized. I didn't know. what. I just saw a, log, a logo on the paper. And yeah. I was like, okay, I need to sign up for this. Yeah. Uh, but I generally wanted to just play as well with the team. And if I managed to see someone from the FA there, would. It would be great. Uh so we signed up, we played and I did meet one of the girls that used to play in the league Mm -hmm. as well there and she's like, Oh, what are you doing here? And it's like, Yeah, we're playing with the team and I asked her to meet with the the coach and if I could try out and that night that day they asked me I think they asked me to come in the afternoon and then later in the evening, something like that, tried out twice and then literally I think after that, they, I, I think within ten days they were traveling for um, a developmental competition in Cyprus, mm-hmm. and um, they were like, uh, "What are you doing next week?" And I was like,
1: "Why?" Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
0: was like, "Do you want to come with us?" Uh, You know, is your passport renewed and everything? Is it uh, when it's expiring? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I guess. But you don't have to take me. I mean, I'm just starting. You don't I don't know how I'm going to measure this. Like, oh, it's okay. We'll take you if you're okay. Like, okay. (laughs) And then just like that, you know, that was uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I I had to think about, Okay, they were training twice a week. I went from like twice. uh, Sorry, twice a day, not twice a week. I used to train twice a week. Yeah. And I had to go twice a day training. (laughs) I had to think about what I'm eating. I was working as well, so. I remember the next day we had training in the morning. It's like six AM, six thirty. I finished that, went to to work, and i I remember thinking, I was like, oh, "This is really nice. I don't even need to have coffee after like a, <laughs> a good training in the morning. You know, I could do this." A couple yeah. hours later, you're like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, "Absolutely, um, yeah." And after that, that that was it. Like I, I joined. They uh, they that asked, asked me to continue mm. with them. Yeah, and I was. Uh, I played one game. That I was starting. I wasn't starting in the first few games in Cyprus. So mm. I'd, I'd play the last fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. thankfully, because literally, like I remember watching the games. Then it's horrible. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing? You know, it's, yeah. it's different when you're going from seven yeah. aside to eleven aside. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, I played the one game there. Uh, I started the the full game, and we, it was against Lebanon. And thankfully, we won, so it was a good experience yeah. for me. <laughs> and uh, that was that was the beginning. Yeah.
2: So when you so you've joined the national team, massive win for you, especially for someone who's got zoned in on football as something that you want to continue doing. But when you joined the team, what did you see as the challenges and opportunities of building this as a career? Oh,
0: good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Challenges was adapting mm. and like the, you know, the sacrifice. And uh, I knew like, okay, training twice a week and the camps and the traveling would be difficult. I was a little bit like, you know, not sure that, okay, I'm going to be going twice, training in the morning, training in the evening, working in between. Like there was no time to, I was I am married as well. Mm. And so I realized, okay, this I'm not going to be seeing my husband much or have any time to spend uh, <laughs> yeah. with him. And now I'm going to be traveling a lot. So that was some of the first challenges I could see. Uh, But thankfully, my husband is very supportive. And if anything, is very proud and Mm. excited for me. And he was was just telling me, he was like, yeah, do it. You've been, you know, waiting for this. But you have to, like, really change the way you eat now. (laughs) You you have to be careful. You train twice a week. You You have to eat better and none of the junk, none of that. I was always, you know, I I had... A decent athletic uh, lifestyle. I mm-hmm. always play sports and stuff, so it wasn't a problem, to be honest. Chal- the other side of yeah. the challenges, I guess, is also my parents. Then you know, it's like th- my parents didn't expect me to be in the national mm. team and be traveling a lot. It's like, why are you wasting your time doing this? You know, why? Why aren't you focusing on work? Why aren't you? Uh, I don't know, focusing on your husband. He's mm. gonna, he's gonna get upset. I was like, oh, no, he's happy. he's, yeah. he's yeah. okay. He support. He's, he's proud of me. So it, it's difficult when you're not getting when you make it and you're not getting the support from your family as well and I realize this now when my family or anyone from a family is just like is excited that okay I did this or I was part of this or talks about what I've done in that sense, I was like, oh, this is really nice. Like, yeah. I wish I had this. Like yeah. when I was starting, it's, yeah. it's really, it's very supportive when you get, you know, the support from families, different than friends and just mm. people who are interested. So that was a challenge, I think. So it felt like I was sort of alone. It was just yeah. me and my husband supporting me. But other than that, like I think, you know, the challenge of athletic. Performance mm-hmm. and the pressure of the game and whatnot. I, these are, I think, you manage if you're really yeah. excited to. It's a thing that you love and it's your passion. Yeah. It's yeah. easy True. to manage.
1: It's just um, getting used to that new normal, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I guess with your with your family, though, I think of, like, we're, playing for a national team is such an accomplishment, you know? And I guess, you know, similar with my parents, too. Like, I had, you know, growing up, like, three job options. Engineer, <laughs> accountant, lawyer, doctor, or four, you know? Are you
2: Indian? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I say this about my parents. I don't know. There's, like... <laughs> <laughs> A lot of synergies, I think. <laughs> but, you know, they're worried about, you know, mm. they're always worried when it was, I was saying what I wanted to do. They're worried, kind of stuff. But, but now, like, surely they must be, you know. Yeah, yeah. See. I
0: mean, they're more uh, accepting. Mm. But, like, just like anyone else, they'll always say, okay, but, like, did you win anything? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, they'd be happier, more supportive. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, so now it's more like, okay, well, what are you going to do for football? What are you going to do with you know what you've done mm. or what you've achieved or what, why can't how are you gonna give back to yeah to football so oh i um, you think you're giving back it's a, a different lot? a lot uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying
1: yeah. trying no for sure you are 100 yeah. <laughs> thank you
2: this episode is supported by Deep Dive Dubai. We know that our listeners love awesome adventures. And take it from us, it doesn't get more awe-inspiring than the world's deepest pool.
1: Measuring a record-breaking 60 meters, Deep Dive Dubai gives both scuba and free divers the ability to discover an underwater world complete with the latest in dive technology and an abandoned sunken city. For those new to diving, like me, it's the ideal place to
2: get started. And for those experienced to expert divers out there, it's the perfect place to hold your skills with exceptional facilities expert staff and state-of-the-art technology
1: since it opened in 2021 it has mesmerized visitors and continues to deliver extraordinary experiences seven days a week for more information and to book your experience visit deepdivedubai.com just do that
2: like what does that representation mean to you personally I mean removing your parents from the equation removing your husband from the equation what does it mean to you that's so important, right? Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. what does it mean to you? <laughs>
0: um, look, I, I, of course, I think like any athlete um, and just from the challenges and the journey that I've gone through, I feel like it's my, I have to give back. I have to find something to give. There's so many ideas that I have so many ways you can give back. But like on a day-to-day, of course, doing things like this, I, mm-hmm. if it helps one girl, I'm happy. Uh, sometimes I get like, Questions from girls. Oh, I'm you know I'm just starting out, and uh, I'd like to you know one day become like you, or not like me, but like I want to join the national team or whatever. What can I do? I'm happy to answer and just give them you know direction and you know tell them to you know keep focusing on their dream and mm-hmm. just you know be be um, determined and don't don't let any of these you know challenges you know stop you, and you'll make it definitely. You have more opportunities now, so it's my job I feel to. If there was opportunity to encourage anyone, then I would. Because football has, if anything, given a lot to me uh, in, in terms of, you know, I, I, I love it. I enjoy it. It was a safe space for me to, whenever I'm on the pitch, you know, if I was having a bad day on the pitch, I'm good, I'm mm-hmm. happy. I forget about everything. My mood is, uh, is better. I've traveled so many places. Uh, I've made uh, friends who are like family. And just the social circle of the community, football community. Yeah. These are all my acquaintances, my friends as well. It's 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 given me a lot. So I feel like I have to give back. Yeah. So football is life as they say. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right. Since joining the team, tell us a little bit about how the experience has been um, you know, with the UAE national team for you.
0: Ups and downs, <laughs> you know, because there's the pressure of being on the national team. Mm, you want to yeah. perform, you want to win, want to make your yeah. country proud. Not just because you're a female team, you want to win and prove everyone wrong. Because like in any sport, like in anything, yeah. as a woman, you have to w- be successful. Work that little yeah, extra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For them to say, OK, yeah, she, yeah, it's good or we'll watch or we'll yeah. be interested. So, you know, it, it's been ups and downs, but uh, an amazing journey, really. I'm very proud and especially like, you know, from a, for a girl who grew up in Sharjah, uh, dreaming to be a football player when there wasn't anything, mm-hmm. you know, at the time for me. It's a dream come true. Yeah. yeah.
1: Where do you train like here in, in the UAE? And what's, I guess, what have you seen, you know, from the time you're growing up, playing with your cousins, your brothers and stuff, like the infrastructure, you know, and facilities, what, yeah, I'm just curious to know like what, what where, yeah where do you train how do you train what the differences? you know in that time
0: yeah there's so many opportunities now at the time i didn't i just go outside and play like, yeah. right and uh but now you have you have social football you have uh you have mixed footballers within the footballing community some groups like you know they they every week or they play like three four times mm. as well you can just join these groups and just play nobody knows each other sometimes mm. you know you have just a few maybe few people that are organizing and play regularly but you get a lot of new players on the pitch so you can just play for fun you can join an academy you can join a team you can so- join social teams like onyx hosts their social teams a yeah. lot as well every week um so that's for girls but obviously for boys it's easier but mm. um And there's a few clubs. So if you want to play on a competitive level, you know, all clubs are Mm. open to um, tryouts and and take on any players. There's two leagues, I think, as well Mm. now. um, If not three, two, I think, which... One is a bit more social, so mm-hmm. it's easier if you're just starting. And the other one is a bit more competitive and they play 11 a side. So there's so many opportunities. Yeah. Like I said, where I did, like yeah. dinner, I yeah. had to fight to join that yeah. social... Yeah. You uh, searching league. for yeah.
1: the team in yeah. high school. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so you, you had mentioned that one of your camps was overseas. Do you have a lot of overseas camps, training camps, or do you do a lot of the training here in the UAE?
0: Yeah, so in the summer, it gets really hot. I mm. think we, we used to travel to colder places and mm. just play a couple of friendlies there. So we went to Georgia, Malta, uh, Azerbaijan. We played in Asia as well, Singapore. Uh, we played the WAF competition in Jordan, Bahrain. Right. We played the futsal competition in Kuwait. We played in, the, yeah, so we've, <laughs> All we've, over. we've gone a few places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously it's different. You, we've, played in really hot conditions mm. here in the UAE and we played... <laughs> so you have an advantage, country. I imagine,
2: <laughs> when you go to like colder
0: I countries know, where yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah.
2: we can do this.
0: Say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what
2: would you say are, like, if you had to give us a showreel of all your highlights since you joined the national team, what would be on there?
0: Oh, difficult one. <laughs> <laughs> I start with the national anthem because that's like a moment I think any football player or athlete can tell you. Yeah. It's always a really emotional mm, yeah. moment. And the goals we scored, mm-hmm. um, one of the first games we played in the UAE, I think was against Georgia. And I don't know if it was the first game or the second game, because we usually play two games okay. when we're visiting or uh, there's a team visiting or we're visiting them. And we drew. Uh, they're a tough team. Mm. Um, so that was a really... Um, a good game and a good memory yeah and no, i would have to say the competitions that we played like um the AFC AFC Asian Cup qualifiers right. um in Tajikistan was the last one we played and that was their top level competitions mm. so they're really memorable and really intense and they have the crowds and it's very professional atmos- atmosphere so they're they're fun mm.
2: do you have a favorite country to play against
0: uh <laughs> I enjoy playing against Bahrain. Okay. They're... A uh, little GCC rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very that. So it's, it's fun. It's yeah. uh, a lot of pressure, but yeah. it's fun. So uh, I enjoy playing against them.
1: I imagine there's lots of like... You know, if you're playing here in Bahrain, there's lots of Emiratis or Bahrainis yeah. in the audience yeah. too, watching.
0: They have a really great atmosphere. That when we played the the waf competition, they um, and they they have crowds. Mm. They have people supporting them, and you know the crowds are calling their name, the, the you know their their the player names and cheering them on, and with the you know the tablas and everything. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a nice vibe. Yeah. It's very good. It's, cool. it's fun actually to play there.
1: I guess going back, like you, you kind of answered this already, you know, your manifestation when you were a little girl, like, would you ever imagine, you know, like kind of, I guess you did, right? Living the life that you're living now, like, you know, you had that in you.
0: Um, I never imagined it happening, like, because I didn't know. I just, at the moment, then I thought, like, okay, I am that. I'm a football player as a kid, you know? I just made this decision. I'm running with it. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, whenever you put on that shirt, you know, like whatever shirt you put on, I remember yeah. I had the Germany shirt, I remember I had Beckham t shirt, England Beckham t shirts. I think we adult. all did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't even it.
1: play football. I didn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, did you not watch Bend It like Beckham? I did,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever imagine, you know, as, as someone out playing with your cousins, you know, that you would live be living this life now, you know? You, you no, know, yeah, if yeah.
0: you asked me, I wouldn't. I'd, I would have said, what do you mean? I'm living it right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, I wouldn't have imagined that I'd be sponsored by Adidas. I would have been playing so many games with the mm. national team, uh, playing abroad, especially knowing that, you know, all the challenges that, you know, from my half brothers and whatnot, like how would they accept it? Maybe it was a good thing that, you know, I was scouted or I was recruited with the national team when I was more of a grown-up so I can make my own decisions yeah. rather than when I was y- younger yeah. and it wasn't very yeah. popular at the time, so it would have been maybe difficult to convince my parents, yeah. uh, especially with the amount of traveling and uh, and the camps and whatnot. So no, I wouldn't have imagined, honestly. Yeah. Uh, cool. But I'm happy I'm here. Yeah.
2: So when you joined the UAE national team, were you a midfielder from the get-go?
0: Good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: how do they assign like in in the national team? How, how did you get assigned? Um,
0: I think they usually ask you, but it really depends on your technical mm. abilities. You know, if you're a fast player, mm. if you're a, a tall player, if you're, um, you know, if you're good at shooting and whatever, they'll yeah. they'll place you based on the tryouts. I think, but with the seven aside, I think I usually played mid or right way on the wings, and I think like I. I run yeah. <laughs> um, faster than most players. So it makes sense to kind of place me. And because like my background, I was always, yeah. you know, active yeah. and whatnot. So be fitter than most girls. So it makes sense to yeah. put me in the midfield. Uh, know, I think on the
2: midfielders are one of the fittest yeah, in, yeah. in the team, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah you'd have to run back. Yeah. Forth. You do two jobs, you attack and you defend.
2: Yeah. Um, midfielders also have other characteristics that make them good at what they do they have to be agile they have to be alert uh, you know and they have to be looking out for the entire team not just what they're doing in that moment right how do you think that has translated or spilled over into into daily life really for you
0: I think it's the other way around if anything Mm. um I even like with the gym and uh, when I go to classes and when I enjoy classes that are more intense. Mm. Uh, If I don't sweat enough in the gym, I feel like I didn't work (laughs) out, you know. So whenever I go out for a run, I'm always like challenging myself to do better Mm -hmm. with the pace and everything. So I think that put me in the midfield uh, position rather than the other way around. Mm.
1: Yeah. So you mentioned earlier about contributing something to football. Well, I think you contribute a A lot. lot. Yeah. Yeah. We can all agree on that. (laughs) But... Two interesting things is that you have two Guinness World Records. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> Can you tell us about them? Like, what are they? <laughs> what yeah. are the records?
0: Um, well, the first one uh, is the one in football. Let me tell you how it started, I guess. Uh, um, it was during COVID. And uh, at the time, there, if you remember, everyone was stuck at home. And there were a lot of these fitness challenges, mm-hmm. uh, like 60 seconds, do this yeah. or whatever. And I think like Guinness World Record Records had something like that. Mm. And I thought, okay, this is interesting. I'll do that. I was doing a few of these different ones and I thought I'll try this. But I, I thought I'd go check out their website and see what's in there. And obviously, like, I was missing football because we were not training. Mm, we were playing yeah. football. So I checked out what there was for football. But, like, everything on there was freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the records were broken by, like, professional freestylers and the tricks are not easy you know these guys are very good at what they do i managed to find something i thought was easy like i looked and i'd look up like (laughs) what the 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 trick was and it's like oh can i do this you think i can learn it yeah i remember i found the hot stepper trick i looked it up on youtube saw the technique i was like okay i'll look up a tutorial on how to do this looks fairly (laughs) easy (laughs) yeah and i signed up for it and i started practicing for like uh, three weeks two weeks um two weeks and a half and then went out and because it was covid you're allowed to submit your your attempt Actually. and uh, yeah. provide like evidence videos and yeah. whatnot yeah. And slow motion videos or whatever yeah. to for, for them to confirm the count yeah. uh, and everything so yeah i got a team on i had my husband and some friends to do the the, the counting and the timer and everything and a videographer a couple of them uh to do the video and then the evidence videos as well uh yeah submitted and uh, (laughs) i wanted it. (laughs) so what was the
1: actual record uh
0: 86 hot steps wow uh the one before was 56 in a certain period of time in 60 seconds in 60 seconds 87 hot steps which is it's like uh two uh two kicks uh, or two bounces uh, counts as one so Mm. 90 100 100 who is it? Yeah. And I'm not very good with math. <laughs> Art background, sorry. Yeah. This is usually my excuse. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that though. You're like, oh, this one looks okay. Yeah. I'll just study for three weeks yeah. and yeah. then break it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but not just by a little, by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's one you have another one as well. Yes.
0: Uh, so the other one was quite random, actually. <laughs> um, I, I think every month, Guinness World Records uh do like a meeting or a, a little uh yeah like an invitation with their uh, record holders mm-hmm. from the region and they invited me for one and they asked me to go to the office and they're like if you want you can if you have a record you want to break as well you can do it there and we'll get the guy mm-hmm. to you know be the judge i was like okay fine i had like maybe a week to find something as <laughs> so i went on there and looked for a few things and i thought i'll Football would be difficult because in their closed space. And um, I just, I thought like, I'll try something different. Mm. Yeah, I went for the jump squats. I found jump squats who didn't have any record on. They had for the male. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember, but it was categorized. It wasn't like the football one I did was not uh, gender-based. Thankfully, this was. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, I went for it after the the meeting. How many? I I don't I'm sorry. I don't remember if it was (laughs) 76 or 67. Yeah, maybe you can fact check it after. (laughs) In one minute, yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. As Uh, someone who probably barely do.
0: (laughs) And there was a specific way you need to do it. You need to have your arms behind your head. You need Ah, to make sure you're Like military style. Yeah, and you have to (laughs) drop uh, at least like 90... Like you're, you're, oh, your your like your thighs need to, to the, be yeah, parallel yeah, to the ground, yeah. And uh, you need to make sure you're you're jumping off Very the, precise, the, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh
1: wow, it's so, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm curious. What is there anything? I, I don't think yeah, I could break I, I, we well, need to go on to the We yeah, <laughs> just need to
2: really find, find something
1: <laughs> really easy. <laughs> Maybe for next season, <laughs> that could be our
2: journey. Yeah. So Adidas is a sponsor that probably everyone wants in their corner right when did they approach you like how did that what what was that kind of how, how did that happen
0: it was um, I was I was doing a few I did one collaboration with uh, with Vogue mm. uh, and it was a Vogue Adidas I think it was women's day I'm not sure. Mm. That was the first time I worked with them. I think I was in their radar because before that, they were... Um, I remember getting requests to do collaboration, but then they never rolled out with uh, with some of those. Um, yeah, it, I, I guess I was in their radar at some point. And um, after the second collaboration I did with them for FootLab, the guys were like, yeah, I mean, what do you think like they invited me for a meeting and we discussed you know how we can work together and um how they can support me and of Mm. course like like anyone else really it's a dream come true i would have never if you asked i would have never imagined (laughs) to be signed by adidas it's really like a dream come true all my favorite players are are on adidas and You know, just following the steps of your, you know, favorite player, your role mm. models. Uh, so it, it was a dream come true. <laughs> of course, I was like, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: You're like, wait a minute. Let me think about it. Yes.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as an ambassador
2: with Adidas, what do you see your role with them in kind of furthering not just this passion for yourself, but maybe for other women out there who are trying to get into the sport?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, firstly, what they're mm. doing because... Like I said, coming from my journey, you know, and how it was and how it is generally in this region for brands, big brands like Adidas to be supporting athletes uh, in this journey and encouraging girls to to pursue this dream and Mm -hmm. passion is amazing. I'm sure, like a lot of girls, want to be supported in this way, and it helps. You know, Mm -hmm. like if I remember when I was play started to play football, I used to play my you know, sneakers and whatnot. Like it was until I was in much later in university yeah. that I started wearing football shoes. Mm-hmm. So firstly, that is amazing. And in general, what they're doing, like supporting Onyx, you know, mm-hmm. providing them with, yeah. the, with the support to encourage girls and women to play um, the sports amazing. So this really all encourages girls. I think anyone could be now, you know, if they work hard in the, pursue their their passion and I think they can achieve that they can all the brands now look at like you said there's so much opportunity Mm. now you Mm. know Uh, there's interest yeah Um, and you could say athletes should look to be supported and sponsored Mm. because this means okay there's serious backing and then the teams can also see that okay there's interest in in athletes then you know maybe there's interest in the sport itself yeah um, there could be a bit more investment mm. and and uh, um, sponsorship in leagues and, and televising them mm. and so on. You know, these are opportunities for, for brands as well mm. yeah. uh, to show their support.
1: Yeah, well, we love Adidas. Yeah. Adidas. Sorry, I, <laughs> I said soccer. Adidas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the odd woman out. <laughs> we like to get
2: them on the show to kind of clear, <laughs> clear their air Adidas on Adidas or,
1: or Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, no, but we love Adidas. And <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> we do. We love brands that support yeah, women's sports of because, yeah. yeah, women's sports deserve to be mm. supported. You know, exactly. it's and it's not like it's for me, it's money in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> like, why can't brands see that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. It's fun. It's growing. So, mm. yeah, we love that. I mean, we all know how women's football is exploding at the moment. And, you know, there's a lot of initiatives to level the playing field when it comes to, you know, I think I should have looked this up before, but like, I think the men's and women's team in the UK need to be paid the same, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Um, but there's still, you know, stigmas and inequalities and, you know, views. What more do you think can be done, you know, to to create equal opportunity for, for women in football? <sighs> I mean, a big Uh, question. Yeah. Yeah, um,
0: (laughs) Well, where? Because there's a big gap between here and Europe. And Mm. Europe is still also fighting for equal pay. Yeah. Yeah, I think,
1: yeah. yeah. Sometimes when I say like, oh, there's a big gap here. But I'm like, is there though? (laughs) Like, you know, because it seems like there, you know, women there aren't necessarily supported to the level that they could be or that people would think either. Mm. They have their
0: challenges. Yeah. But um, maybe they have something sorted that, you know, Uh, we don't Mm. we have some things that they don't yeah um uh so there's it depends where Mm. but uh in general there's i guess i don't know what would kind of close this gap is i think it's like sometimes you just need to keep winning and keep proving them wrong. It just takes time. I don't yeah. think it's like it can happen overnight, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And you can see that year after year or World Cup or every big competition, there's uh, improvement and mm. there's progress. Like stadiums are now, you know, being sold out. Like mm. they're being filled with um, with uh, spectators and fans and whatnot in, in Europe, in America. Players now are uh, playing in different countries as well. We didn't see that before in the mm. beginning. Now you have a lot of players from Europe playing in America. Yeah. playing in England I think it's just yeah they need to, we need to just keep raising the standards you mm-hmm. know like just be professional demand for that yeah it'll take time to mm-hmm. achieve yeah
2: FIFA just recently announced that it is going to alter the price purse for the women in the 2027 game but it is going to be equal to what men are going to kind of earn in 2026, so there's still a fair bit of catch-up to do (laughs) even in that regard, right? Um, The sport also has, like, questions have been raised on whether enough emphasis is given to uh, women's health in the sport, women's illnesses in the sport, and just going back to one of our previous guests who actually spoke to us about the fact that it hasn't been, right? So do you think now with all the fanfare that women's football is seeing do you think that there's also an urgent need to speed up those aspects like you know give more attention to how the sport impacts women differently to men because I'm guessing up historically men and women in the sport were also treated the same way as far as health and illnesses were concerned.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think there is there we're going in that direction. Mm. You see you see studies, you see um you see research been done with the big clubs as well like Barcelona I remember reading that there there are some studies and and, and research done for you know female performances and uh, it just feeds your sessions and things like that. It's just completely different and uh, preventative measures as well these are one of the few th- first things that you learn as well when you're you know uh, starting off with football that women are more susceptible to getting ACL injuries because of yeah. uh, you know, the, the skeletal, the way we are with the hips yeah. and the legs. And, and concussions. So, yeah, and concussions. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think we're going in the right direction. It's just going to take time. Mm. You know, The research, it's just how it is. It's um, trial and error sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to see a lot more studies being done uh, in that field, uh, in this region. Mm. More involvement in uh, like... I was saying to you guys earlier that you had the sports psychologist on there. Yeah, I think it's a very important uh, topic, mm. and it's different. You know, mm. boys and girls are different. Mm. You know, yeah. there's there's a lot of challenges such as, but you see a lot more like like pregnancy, for example. Mm. You know, when when can a girl get pregnant without uh, affecting her career? Yeah, mm. uh, but you see a lot more athletes yeah. now. Um, doing that and still uh, one example, mm. like Morgan. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. not a career ender anymore. Yeah. It's like yeah. part of your life, you yeah. know, yeah. part of yeah. your your journey. As an but athlete. it's
0: it's not it's not something that it, you know it's it's in a handbook. It's okay, you do this and you can come back. Everybody's experience yeah. is different, yeah. right? But there isn't any blueprint or mm. any uh, guide on mm. what you can do, or shouldn't do, yeah. you can't, when to do, or you know. So yeah, I'd like I'd like to see more more of these uh, researches being uh, implemented. Yeah. I think it's all and heading blocks, in the right yeah. way yeah. Yeah. and
1: then yeah it's about investment and you know yeah, people doing it, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, you said earlier when you're talking about Adidas mm-hmm. <laughs> sponsoring you and that your role models, you know, are wearing Adidas. And I'm sure there's a lot of young girls now looking at you as a role model. Yeah. You know, you are. And just I feel very inspired by your story. Like I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> thinking, like just forging your own way, mm. you know, when you didn't have a, an apparent path ahead of you. So I think it's wonderful. We're so happy that you came on. and yeah. agreed really to come chat Thank with us. You. Before we go, there's one last question Afshan's going to ask, but before I, I want to ask the second last question. Is there any last thoughts, anything you'd like to share, you know, about football or your journey?
0: Like a message for... for anything anything. anything. We that didn't, you'd like to we say. didn't cover. yeah. Just a so. um, I, I, message, I would say, like, I mean, you know, for women's football, women in sports, it's, it's always difficult um, because of all the challenges that you're going to face, you know not having the opportunities or, um, you know, people telling you not to, you know, the sexist comments Mm. you get on social media, in person, whatever, if it's your passion, none of that's going to matter. I promise you, like the amount of times like I've read comments and if we ever made it on news and you read sexist comments, it doesn't even matter. You know, it's just like whatever. These people are just, you know, bored. Yeah. And I remember just like being happy doing what I do. So if you have that passion, just pursue it, really. It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it.
2: I mean, as bad as as terrible as negative comments and vilification is, you know, you've made it when that happens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look, I've got haters. I don't have any haters yet. I need absolutely. To- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Haters are going to hate. So. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. And then you, we always ask our guests this because we while we know, whilst we know that our guests show this in great, in great amounts, they always have a different reason as to what creates it. So, What do you think, like, how do you get this grit in you to kind of move on and, you know, kind of forge your own path? Do you think that's innate? Or do you think you've learned that along along the way?
0: uh, I think if you tell me you can't do it, I'll be very fixated (laughs) to do it. I think probably that's what got me into football. Like you said, you can't play football. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm on a mission. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it was in me just... um, yeah it, uh, to work hard, always to try to find you know earn my what I want and mm. earn my goals. Um, nobody's gonna give you hand you anything unless mm. there was something in it for them. I've, I've just always been that way I think mm. like just always try to you know if I wanted something I have to go get it myself mm. and do it
1: myself so yeah
2: great. Yeah. thank
0: you so thank you much. So much.
1: Thank you so much for listening today.
2: We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we ask that you please share it with family, teammates, friends,
1: and even frenemies or share via social media. Please also leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Five stars only.
2: And visit us on TheMetalSet.com for more stories and resources.
1: Thanks again for listening.
2: Your support means the world to us. This is The Metal Set.